you've got to talk louder and what? get closer. Or you get just closer told or both. me. You just told me to back up. No, I was trying to tell you to get closer. You went like you. you I know. Made a I motion. know. I know what I did, Fran. I was there. You suck at hand <laughs> motions. You literally made a motion that was moving away from the mic. I but for me, it's we're sitting across from each other. It was like forward for me, but back for you. No, it was not yes, forward, yes, baby. It was. it was not even a forward it motion. It was like it was. Like, it, was. <laughs> it was like you were beckoning me. No, away from. Well then, how is? It? Oh my God, <laughs> you are okay. Um, is now now is probably a good time to tell everyone that we are really unprepared for this podcast. Oh my goodness! Listen, to be fair, there's just a lot of stuff going on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't use the new job excuse anymore because now I've been at my job for three weeks, so doesn't really count as new anymore, huh? No, not really. But you still use it. I mean, literally before it's still we started. Kind of new. Before we started recording and you were complaining about something, you're like, I've got another job. Yeah, I did. Well, you said that. Okay. You said that. Okay. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis. We've got to pick this up or people are just going to be I like, my God, we don't need to be depressed. I didn't put it down. This is podcast time. Nothing was put down. I did. I made the want-want sound. Exactly. So then don't blame me. Blame yourself. People Remember that time I was at the gym and the lady said, you can only blame yourself? Remember that time? <laughs> you, have, you have no one. You're only cheating yourself. You're only cheating yourself. And I wasn't there, but I know it better than you do because you told me like 40 times. You were pissed for like a week. I'm Listen, I'm in like a mood right now because people have really been trying me. But I'll tell you the story because I think it's funny. One time I was at the gym, and I was. this is when I was being really serious, and I was doing two-a-days, so I had worked out with Robert in the morning, and then I was running on the treadmill at in the evening because I was just like, I'm going to whip this body in shape, get hot for the summer, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was doing intervals, so I was running and walking on the treadmill, and this old lady, she wasn't that old, but she was older, looked over at me, and she was like, Sistren, you're only cheating yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, What? She was like, Why in, why are you walking? You're not running. And I was just like <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, bitch, <laughs> I worked out this morning with my trainer and now I'm doing extra and you have the nerve to tell me that I'm not doing enough. Like, mind your own elliptical or whatever it is that you're doing i was so i was so mad oh my god i know i know you told me i cannot i can't even tell you how many times you told me that <laughs> you were upset for days days about I, that I, it's been like two years I'm so <laughs> it has and you haven't forgotten about it if i see that woman i'm going to just like scream at her I don't know why people being rude just gets me. Okay, so now can I tell you my subway story? Because I didn't tell you before. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. I feel. Hold on. I what? feel like you're like a rudeness collector. <laughs> not like you. What does that mean? I don't know. It's not so much that it, it rudeness is drawn to you as much as it is that you don't let any of the rudeness go. No, I mean first of all, you keep it pretty two, close. Okay, first of all, two seconds ago. You just said that you hate the girls on our floor, and I said, why? I hate them. Okay, but hold on a second. I do hate them. Let me just finish. You said you hate them because they were 
casually rude to you and you were like it wasn't even like that rude but it, it was it was rude enough so it now was. you're gonna turn around and say that i'm a rudeness collector and i don't let things go you just said you it's hate it's just them they're more like a scapegoat for my inner anxiety okay so you are projecting because totally. i have because you s- naturally <laughs> okay well then i can't even argue anymore like you just admit it okay. <laughs> wait i didn't get to tell my subway story what happened in the subway okay so i was on the train today it was rush hour it was packed if you've ever been in new york city at six o'clock the subway is just like a shit show it was so packed and there's this lady and she has her whole arm and body draped on the pole, which is a huge no-no any other time, but especially during rush hour because then other people can't use the pole, you know? Mm-hmm. The pole being the thing you have to grab onto so that you so don't you lose don't your balance. So you don't fall, yeah. right, so you don't fall. So she's wrapped around the pole. She's kind of short, so, I mean, it wasn't prohibiting me from using the pole because I was able to just put my hand above it, mm-hmm. but there was a lady next to me who was also kind of short, and she had no place to put her hand, and so she was, like, straining to hold the pole. You know what I mean? Because she's trying to reach over this woman. Oh, I hate that. Because the woman's, like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, 5'2", five, 5'3", five, and then the lady is the same height as her, so she's like, now I have to put my hand over this person's head because this lady thinks that she can just lay on the entire pole, okay? Mm-hmm. So I see this happening, and I say to the lady who has headphones on, I was like, excuse me, can you, like, move over so she can grab the pole? And she just looks at me like I'm speaking another language. She has headphones on. So I, like, point to her headphones, and I say, like, hey, can you, like, you know, just motion, I'm talking to you. Right. So she, like, takes the headphones off, and she's like, what? And I was like, can you move off the pole because she wants to use the pole? And she just goes, what's with the attitude? And I was like, Wait, what? And she's like, you don't have to give me an attitude. Why are you giving me an attitude? And, I, and she was like, how dare you? I was like, what is your problem? And I was like, what is my problem? I just, I was like, miss, I'm just asking you. And literally I said, miss. Like, I was just like, I'm being mad polite right now. Even though <laughs> you are turning the fuck up. And I was like, miss, this lady wants to put her hand on the pole. I'm not even asking for myself. Like, literally, I'm straight. I got the pole, all right? I'm a smooth 5'10". <laughs> I don't give a fuck that your, like, 5'3 ass is hogging the pole. I'm fine. I'm literally doing this to be nice for someone else. And now you're telling me that I'm giving you attitude? And mind you, I didn't say any of it like that. I was like, ma'am, this lady needs to hold the pole, right. whatever. And then what was so weird, so then she, like, she was like, and she moves, you know, so that the lady can hold the pole. And the lady, like, thanked me. You know, it was like a moment where we had this, like, we looked at each other like, oh, is she serious? Mm-hmm. Then, this is what kills me. She spent the entire train ride grilling me. And, like, it was hard for her to grill me because she was, like, lower than me. So she's, like, fucking looking up at me like, oh. like <laughs> It's not very intimidating. I was just like, ma'am, what are you doing? Like, I literally can look down on you. Like, I, if I wanted to be the intimidator in this situation, it would be very easy. And yeah. she was, I mean, she was mean mugging the entire train ride. And I'm just looking at her like. Mean mugging. I like that. You never heard that before? No, oh, I don't think shit, so. that could have been um, slang language. Oh, God, Did she know. grill you? She was grilling, mean <laughs> mugging. Mean mugging the whole thing. Side she had in. a George Foreman. She was like, I'm making these fucking eggplant slices. She's like, I'm fucking watching my diet and I'm watching you on the fucking train because I hate you. I was just like, what? What is Bravo. that? Thank you. I don't know if you know I work in late night. So I'm like, really funny. I write, I tell jokes, I do it all. I was 
so mad. I just don't even under and and like the tra- come on, it's the train. You know what I'm saying? Like no one wants to be here. It's hot. It's smelly. It's mm. packed. Yeah. And you have to stand. And you know, I did shoulder presses this morning, and so <laughs> my arm. And I think like I strained my arm while I was doing working out. And I was oh so swollen, and so I'm holding the pole, and it's like hurting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a comfortable. It's not fun. Yeah, I hope I hope you're appreciating this because because this is exactly like this is like every night for me <laughs> when I come home. Fred is just like, and then this happened. And somebody <laughs> yelled at me on the train. I put my lip at lunch, <laughs> and um. It just like goes I, on and Patrick's on. Like, how was your day? And then I run down. I'm like, just and then the there was a piece of gum on the side. <laughs> All of it, the whole thing. And I'm just like, my God, what are you doing? Um. Okay, I have two options. We could talk about Walking Dead, or I can go off about someone else that I was mad Ooh, about. That's <laughs> what we need to do. We should. <laughs> okay, yeah. We'll, we'll skip the second option. But no, wait, wait, wait. Let's leave it up to the listeners. Yeah, you guys it's decide. A, it's a choose your own choose your own podcast. We have to make the um. Can we make the transition music? Yeah. Well, you can. You're editing. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot you agreed to do that, huh? Oh, God. <laughs> I was trying to make nice. Can you just do it? No, I can't. Why not? You can't edit tomorrow. I have a job. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you not know that I work in late night? Like that's just gonna be my default. I work in late night. So, I know. Like I don't know if you know, but I know that I do stuff and yeah. I'm a place. Miss, miss, you're standing on my dress. <laughs> I work in late night. You're like miss, miss, get off the pole. Um, okay, so she you... worked in late night actually. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, bitch, I work at Seth Meyers, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so wait, you don't want to hear my other story? I think uh, the listeners have spoken, and they have <laughs> chosen option number one, the uh, one that's not the, your other story. I'm going to sneak it in later on, because it's a really good story. Really? I think we've had enough of those stories. Okay, we'll just, I'm going to tell it later on. Um, so yeah, we watched the um, mid-season premiere of Walking Dead. Shh, I keep, I just, it just kills me. The mid-season Mid-season premiere. finale, the quarter-season premiere. It's like every week. Anyway, go ahead. It's not every week. It was. It was. It's been. A, it's been a while. Um, but and if you haven't seen Walking Dead, sorry. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And if you haven't seen Walking Dead, spoiler I mean, alert. Yeah. Well, the, the the show about zombies. Um, but I gotta say, I was. Um, I think my only criticism is there's like so many times in the show you have to suspend disbelief. Where they're the like, whole thing. we're shooting at these the zombies, show, yeah. and somehow the bullets only hit zombies, and like it's like a I wall know. of zombies coming at a person. Like he's cornered, like he could possibly die. And I'm not gonna say who it is, just in case you haven't seen it. And he's like, <laughs> oh my god, I could possibly die. And then out of nowhere, someone's like, don't worry, I'll save you. And then they like, they like right. mow down all the zombies, and somehow all of the bullets only hit the zombies and not him, even though they're cornering. You mean him. Glenn? Patrick, don't. Boom. S- I'm going to beep it out. We already, dude, we already, sp- we gave the spoiler alert. I know, but I, I mean, I still feel but like. We didn't give the trigger warning. <laughs> People were like, spoilers, <laughs> give me triggers. <laughs> oh, sorry, I shouldn't have pounded the Don't table. Don't pound on the table. Anyway, it was ridiculous. But more ridiculous than that was was Rick just marching out into a sea of zombies. Oh, God. Which they had been walking from from, from daytime to nighttime in the exact same density that happened, of. And that happened really fast. The exact same density of zombies. 
And well, because they cut. It was a. It's. I don't know if you know how TV works. I know you no, work in TV, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you only work at night, so maybe you don't understand how the transitions you, happen. Okay, first of all, <laughs> late night. First of all, that's not what I mean. I mean that when. Okay, so the finale before they came up this there was just so many walkers which are zo- what they call zombies on walking dead we don't need the backstory they watch walking dead no they don't i'm just letting people know <laughs> not everyone watches it i'm just going to ma- i'm going to do really fast okay no oh, baby so, no it, this is important okay okay all i'm going to say is there were so many walkers they needed to get through them they had this idea to smear walker blood all over themselves so they would be disguised and they could walk through the walkers okay mm-hmm. then when this episode started it was still daytime they were still walking through the walkers and then all of a sudden it was nighttime like it didn't the sun didn't go down like nothing suddenly it just went from like day to night really fast that's what i meant can i just point out that we are both avoiding spoiler alerts and giving the backstory so that we can spoil the entire show <laughs> for people <laughs> like what what are we, what's our angle here i don't know i just want to talk i like the show i want to talk about it okay? okay listen so they're walking for several hours through a a a thicket of zombies is obviously got to be at this point. I mean, it's got to be like miles wide. Oh my god, they're so. I mean, like I was so scared watching it. And at some point, Rick just decides he's going to go out and start killing all the zombies himself. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. It is. They just were like, "We're going to take a stand." They were like, "I'm tired of being scared. I'm just going to run into this sea of zombies and just kill them." That was really weird. But aside from that, it was a great episode. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed We've it. We've only said bad things about <laughs> this. I was going to say, like, some people died that I didn't expect to die, but I was glad that they died because I was like, ugh, can yeah, we you don't just need die more, already? We don't need romance in this shit. This well, is no space for romance. Yeah. This is a zombie apocalypse. I mean, sometimes, like, a, like whatever. And children. Children. Patrick. What? You can't just, I mean, can you just try to use a little discretion with the spoilers? Why? I just want all of you to know if you have someone that you'd like to tweet at, about how angry you are that the show has been <laughs> spoiled for you. Oh, oh, come on. All I gotta do I is. I didn't say up. which kid died. Mm, that's true. Or which Carl got his eye shot out. Oh, Ma! <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Anyway, they did some really cool stuff with the camera work. The one that scene where they were making their stand in the impossible sea of zombies. They had those jump cuts, those quick cuts to people just. That was cool. Sl- I mean, it was like. Um, it was like. Uh, it was like zombie, like Walking Dead meets, um, meets, um, oh shit, what's the Spike Lee movie? What's Spike, um, ooh, oh, oh, um, um, oh my god, what is that movie? Crooklyn, no, it's not, not Crooklyn. Crooklyn. It's the other Crooklyn, one, um, the other really famous one. The one where everyone's like looking at the camera yeah. and like, hey, I hate you. It was you. like that, but with the, with the zombie apocalypse. Where like fight the power happens, God, I don't remember the name of that movie. How are we blanking on I this? I feel like I've just pushed everything associated with Spike Lee out of my brain because I don't like him. Oh, uh, well, I like that movie and it's I It's a just great movie. I just like, you know, one time I got in a fight with Spike Lee. It's going we on. know, Fran, we know. Um, let me just that see. That one time somebody was rude to you. <laughs> 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 Listen, if there's anything that you need to know about me, it's Somebody do the right thing. Somebody was rude to you once. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is one, do the right one thing. One takeaway. No, I was going to say, <laughs> if there's anything that you need to know about me, I don't take anybody's shit. I don't. And that's a perfect segue into my other story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but for real, can I tell my story? Uh-huh. We All don't right. have that much on the list, okay? And, like, you didn't bring anything to the table. <laughs> I did the entire last show. The last show was all me. Okay, and this time, I brought to the table the microphones, the stands, 
the laptop. I even pulled you out. You literally put the microphones on the table. Exactly. I brought. That doesn't every- count. I brought everything to the table. <laughs> and so that's why I'm allowed to tell my God, story. God, you're so obnoxious. Go ahead. Okay, you can be part of it, though, if you want. You, do I get to be in the story? Well, I mean, you can respond to it. Like, that's kind of what happens on the Tell the story as if I'm the protagonist. Go. No, you don't want to be the – I mean, then that you'd be me in the story. Yeah, I feel like that would make a better character. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Raise your hand if you're the TV writer in the relationship. I am. So I think I have a better judge of what makes a good character in this story. And since this is a documentary, I think that we should keep it true to life. Now I'm a documentary writer, yeah, which right. I don't even know. That I think You're that writing that. documentaries now? That's that's credible. Well, I edit them. <laughs> I edit documentaries. I wrote this whole documentary. <laughs> okay, so you know, like, people give me shit online, whatever. I feel like it's gotten worse because of Nightly Show and just my, like, Dakota's doing really well. Like, it's getting everywhere. So this guy posted on my Facebook, on uh, my fan page, something along the lines of, you know, you're a racist and a sexist, and you're so full of shit. Like, shit just comes out of your mouth all the time. I've and seen that. You <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gross. It almost ended our marriage. Go you're ahead. You're like, that's our next documentary. <laughs> the girl who shits out of her mouth. <laughs> I wrote that. We're also going to have a show on TLC. Um, so, yeah, he just was, like, going off, and he's called me a coward because I don't answer comments, and which is not true. I do answer comments, and I'm not a coward. And he was just like you know, you're an, an asshole. And he, go, he called me, um, I'm a Fruit Loop, like the cereal. Interesting. Which I, which I, you know, was very interesting. Anyways, so I see the comment, and I don't know what possessed me, but I just, like, clicked on his name because I just thought, I'm just curious who this guy is. Because on Facebook, you know, the beauty of Facebook is sometimes you can see, like, a bit more about them. Mm-hmm. I go to this guy's Facebook page. We have 14 friends in common. 14. Not one or two. I mean, and, you know, Facebook's a big place, so 14 people is, like, a lot. Yeah. And I'm looking, and it's not, like, random-ass people. Like, these are people I went to high school with. Th- these are people that I've worked with, like, professionally, like, in the biz. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at this, like, whoa, this is, like, crazy. So, first, I'm thinking, I don't know what it was. Like, I'm, you know, 2016, not taking anybody's shit. I was like, I'm going to send an email to every person on this list. I'm going to put his ass on blast. And then I was like, no, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm, gonna, like, take, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to put your ass on blast, but I'm going to like take the high road. So I screen capped because, you know, you got to have those receipts. I post on my Facebook, and I tag him in it, which is great because we have friends in common, so I can tag him. I tag him, and I'm like, um, so homeboy here thought it would be a good idea to post on my page how I'm a racist and I'm a sexist and shit comes out of my mouth when I talk and whatever, whatever. And it's really funny because we are from the same hometown and we have all these friends in common. And I just thought that this was like really cute. And all y'all should know that this is your boy and you should come and get him. Please collect this man. (laughs) And yo, everybody was going in on him on my Facebook page. Good. They were like, what an asshole. Like, why would he say this? Then his ass shows up and, well, first of all, he deletes his Facebook account. And mm. I'm and I'm just like laughing. Classy. Well, first of all, how the fuck are you gonna call me a coward and then delete your Facebook page when literally all I did was screen cap what you said and say, Oh, you wanna post this on my Facebook page? How would you feel about your friends and family seeing what you had to say about me, the nasty things you had to say about me? All because that But didn't he already put that on Facebook? He put it on my fan page, meaning that only people that would see it are people that go to my fan page. 
Oh, she responded on your personal page? Yeah. I tagged him on my personal Facebook page because that's where we have all of our friends in common. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't okay. posting this on my, my public page, like, for all my fans. Like, I wasn't asking my fans to, like, say anything to him. I literally posted on my private page to say, we have friends in common. And I was like, I, I'm, I know where you're from. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I would have gone to the same high school as him if I hadn't gone to School of the Arts. Like, that's how close I am to this person who is – calling me names and, like, saying awful things about me on my public page. Mm -hmm. So he deletes his Facebook account, and then everybody's going in on him, like, making fun of him and, like, calling him names or whatever. Not really even calling him names, just being, like, what an asshole, you know, which is not really a name when that's who you are. Um, <laughs> and then he comments, he turns his Facebook back on, and he writes this whole, like, dissertation about how he feels so bad, and he was speaking out of anger, and... And he needs to be more respectful. And he didn't realize the power of social media. And I was just like, sis, fuck you. Like, honestly, I don't need your apology. I don't accept. I told him, I was like, I don't accept your apology because you're full of shit. I Googled him, and this guy is a bigot. He harasses mm. women on Twitter. He says disgusting things all over the internet. And now because he got called out in front of his friends on Facebook, suddenly he's remorseful. Like, you can, you can keep that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just so sick of people thinking that they can say whatever they want about people on the internet and not have any repercussions. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to contribute. I was waiting to hear where I came into the story. You promised me a part in this story. Oh, okay. Well, you can be the person that posted, um, that said mm, that he was dumb. Oh, I will not be relegated to a supporting role. Well, what do you want to have said about him? I Say don't something know. about I him right now. <laughs> Pretend he's right here. He's right here. Listening and waiting for you. And he has all of our 14 <laughs> friends in common. Oh, they're here. all here with they're us all, now? Yeah, they're listening to the podcast Oh, right my now. God, really? Mm -hmm. I guess I would say, I guess I would say, you're not a very nice guy. Okay, two seconds ago, you were like, <laughs> when people say something to my wife, I go hard. Kill them. Like, I know. Strip them. Like, turn them into, a, like, a couch. Like, I don't know. Couch? You say, like, yeah, like, you know, like, when you stretch leather, like, animals or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that was a leap. I mean, it was. But we I'm have just, our couches canvas. I know. But I, what I'm saying is, like, you <laughs> say, when people say mean things to me, you are the person who goes hard. Yeah, but that's the first time I hear this story. Okay, but pretend. <laughs> and also when it's not when I'm not on a podcast and bored on my own podcast. Never as good as the first time. Never as good as the first time. Wait, ooh, I'm singing that about myself. I don't want to say my story wasn't as good. <laughs> it was a boring-ass story. The energy and the enthusiasm that you had for this story just really wasn't delivered. I mean, like... Now you're critiquing my story? What you, I think what you should I've, stick to, like, I don't know, like, better? nightly show stuff. What? What could, what could that story... What I don't know. Story you could have had, like, I don't know. He could have, A, been more insulting. But the friends could have been this more... This is a documentary, so I'm sticking to what actually happened. You could have had, you know, the more... And it's pretty... Ins shit coming out of my mouth? That's insulting. That's not that insulting, though. In he also called me a racist and a sexist and a fascist. He called me a oh, fascist. Oh, see, okay. See, now you're up in the ante. And he called me a dictator. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's good stuff. Run with that. Go with that. Okay, Go. Okay, okay. So... He said that. I just I did it. Oh. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> right. It's a documentary, so <laughs> you're, there are really no act-outs here. No, no, no. This isn't reality TV. We no. don't, like, redo. I mean, also, you know, like, the responses could have been more dynamic. They could have been more 
upset. There could have been like Well, a my friends are really respectful. So all my friends were like, whoa, that's way out of line. One person, one, and this, and this is, is why none wait, of the reality TV okay, shows wait, are about to, respectable, respectful to, people. Listen to this part. And this is really going to blow your mind. Uh-oh. One person was like, oh, my God, according to his Facebook, he works at X, Y, and Z. Like, what a loser. And then another friend was like, hey, everybody has to work, and maybe that's the best job he could get. Let's not criticize his place of employment. Let's be bigger than that. And then my friend was oh, like, wow. you're right. When oh, I'm in, and I was like, and I was sitting there like, yeah, we respectful ass people over here on my personal Facebook, <laughs> bitch. Look at this. Fuck you. I'm not a fascist or a sexist. I respect people. I don't give a fuck where you work. Pay your bills. Whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Come on. That's, that's heartwarming. We're, yeah, we're better than him. Yes, you are. Do you know you what are. I'm saying? I don't yeah. need to stoop to insults about your job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my friends are smart enough that when they want to defend me and say those things, make those low blows, another friend steps in and says, hey, dude, we all got to eat. A job is a job. Let's let's look at the facts. The guy said stuff that was not true or nice about Francesca. Mm-hmm. Let's stick to that. Right? Come on. That's oh my like my God. This could be like Star Wars Episode Nine. <laughs> this is amazing. Like, this is Ooh, really okay. good okay, wait, stuff. Okay, wait, wait, wait. If this is a new trilogy, if there's a trilogy made about this. No one sees the second and third ones. Okay, but. Oh, <laughs> you, didn't, <laughs> you, didn't, oh. you didn't let me finish. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't asking about who sees them. I don't give a fuck. As long as the check clears, like, I'm good. <laughs> good okay? Point. I'm straight. Yeah. What I'm saying is. If they were to make, because I think this has twists and turns. The fact that he showed up on my Facebook page, the fact that he was sad or whatever, and then he has a secret Instagram. Like, you know, there's like. There's like you didn't even mention the secret Instagram. You didn't let me get to it. Because you were taking fucking forever. Okay. Uh, okay. Who, who, okay, in the trilogy, uh-huh. who plays me? <laughs> oh, my. I'm not going to be in it. I'm working on other projects. Oh, you you don't have time for your own <laughs> your own documentary. I'm really busy. It's not a documentary. It's a trilogy series about this. It's been started with the documentary. Remember? Yeah, exactly. It was inspired by the documentary, and then like there was so much like it, this is like years later after the documentary has become like a sleeper hit, like uh-huh. kind of like a. Um, after we've lost all of our podcast listeners. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying that like after it becomes like a cult classic, someone uh-huh. finds it and they're like, "Whoa, this is awesome." The documentary already exists. We should make a movie of this. Who plays me in the movie? Oh my god. Um, um, say someone. Hold on, I'm thinking. Say someone. Rihanna. Play. Rihanna will play you in the movie. Rihanna's not a good actor. Well, because at that point, her career will be over too. She's enough to get a few eyes on it. So w- has Hasbins are trying to play me in the movie? Yeah. Why? I'm working on other projects. I'll be playing myself because I'll be so washed up. This podcast will be so over. We'll have lost so many listeners from this long-ass okay. boring story that I will be forced to play myself in this movie that no one will see. Oh, I okay. Well, first of all, I was rooting for like Lupita Nyongo maybe to play me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like she might be. Ha- I feel like she'll be working at that point. She at that point, she's she will be. She's a star. She's an Oscar. That's what I'm saying. Unlike Rihanna, will, who will have nothing to do by then. Right, but I don't want Rihanna because she's not really an actress. I'm sorry, she's available. Did you see her in Battleship? There's, we don't, you know, there's like, this you isn't a well-funded s- trilogy, Fran. Let's, let's just face it. It's not, wow. it's not getting, it's not getting like big budget stuff here. Come on. Okay, well, that's really rude. If you would like to see this trilogy, or maybe you would just see the first one 
and maybe you got a box set as a gift. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's exactly what happened because it's titled. It's like titled just like a little off. Like it's it looks like it could be another movie, so that somebody's grandmother goes to through Walmart in the Ooh, bargain like, rack. Like we pu- we package it like it's the Social Network, but it's not exactly because the Social Network has like high stakes and it's like you know people want to see it. Yeah, and there's like a lot of people in it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay, well, one of those off-brand movies that you see, and I I can only imagine that people's grandmothers who are looking to buy them gifts for the holidays and they'll be pick like, that oh, stuff off the rack. That movie about the internet. Yeah, exactly. And they assume they assume that it's that movie, and then it turns out it's not. But the but the grandchild is you know trying to be polite, and so doesn't really say that she fucked it up. And, and then, then so she only watches the first one, right? Nobody watches it. No, you because the person no who gets the gift knows that it's not the movie they actually want to see, so they don't watch it. They just throw it away. Okay. Well, I, I a hope whole some- economy based on fooling grandmothers. I hope somebody watches it. Want to talk about the Grammys? Sure. <laughs> God, I've been waiting all this time to get to something we're talking about. That's something that not a lot of people watch. They actually had their lowest viewership since 2009. That's something that's on my bulleted list. Well, that's because they started so weak. My God, if people wanted to say, like, well, let's see if the Grammys are actually going to be worth watching this year, they blew it. They started with Taylor Swift. They started with the worst acts, the worst performances, but the second half really took off. The second half was, was actually pretty amazing and definitely worth seeing. So what were the things that you liked? I liked the Hamilton performance. That mm-hmm. was really, that really was good. That was really good. I had, a, I had a great tweet during that that, that people just completely ignored. <laughs> Can we just, like, for two seconds just talk about Patrick being like, I had a great tweet. Like, look at what <laughs> happened to you. No, it's not great like, because – You've changed. You've changed. <laughs> you sh- you, d- you have. You started as a hater. You didn't even want to join Twitter. You threw all this shade about tweeting. You only retweeted other people. You, like, looked down on live tweeting. And then you looked down on the Grammys and you perched your little ass up on the couch. And you were like, hey, baby, I have a good tweet. Tell me if this is funny. And you started running tweets by me. And now you're on the podcast and you're like, I had a great tweet. Okay. So can I get back to my story? Because you've had, like, so many long, boring stories. You can sit through one of mine. Tell me about the tweet. Okay, the tweet wasn't itself actually a good tweet. It wasn't, I'm not giving myself props for a good tweet. I'm saying that I had a great tweeting experience because during Hamilton, you know, people, I was tweeting throughout the Grammys and people were, you know, rolling with it and they were, you know, high-fiving me or thumbs-upping me or whatever they do on Twitter and retweeting my stuff and things like that. You know, for me, like, I was getting pretty decent responses. Anyway, I, during the Hamilton performance, as a sarcastically or ironically or jokingly, I said, I didn't know Hamilton invented hip-hop. And <laughs> I put that out there, and I put a hashtag history, right? Like, Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like all hip-hop and R&B, and right. it's, you know, all people of color up right. there, and it's about the slave trade, right. and, like, you know, it's, you know, obviously it's Hamilton. So, um, so I put that out there, and, like, dead silence. Like, you every- know why? Because I'm because like I'm like the sh- shiniest white avatar ever. Yeah, they probably thought you were serious because a lot of people were tweeting. Wait a second, Hamilton was white. Like, there's a whole they so they made a list of all the people that the people got it who wrong. were responding to me knew like would know that I did not mean that in an ignorant way or that I wasn't actually thinking that. I don't know. They would know. They would trust me. They know. But. It was funny because my thinking was, like, they were like, I'm not going to touch them. <laughs> they were just like, no, I get it. I know where he's coming from. Maybe I'd laugh if we were in person and you said it. 
but they I'm were not. like, they were like, maybe if you weren't white, that would have been funny. I'm not touching this. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If I like squeaky like white avatar, if I like super white face, I was like, I wouldn't thumbs that up. <laughs> I, I, I really wouldn't. I'd be like, mm, yeah. I mean, I think I know where this guy's coming from. You'd be like, check your privilege, bitch. It's just, it's just <laughs> not worth it. That's funny. Um. I oh, so I liked um, I liked I liked Kendrick Lamar's oh my God. performance. He was one of the only people up there who looked like he was really invested in his performance. He was the only person who was like, "I'm gonna tell a story, and I'm gonna have costumes and like lighting changes, and I'm gonna." Granted, he also his source material was smart. You know what I mean? Like he's talking about like institutional racism, so they're mm. in like the, you know, the prison outfits, and then. Seriously, you can't. I you didn't. Can't, you can't turn your put your phone on silent while you're doing a podcast. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't Baby. know. I didn't have it on silent. You are unprepared for this. I'm. I'm sorry. You I'm have a Florida man. You have a language B. <laughs> huh? No, I don't. God. Oh, listen, I'm under a lot of stress. <laughs> I know you work at late night. Jesus. <laughs> And a lady was rude to me on the train. Oh, and a lady was rude to you <laughs> on the train. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> okay, back to Kendrick Lamar. One thing that I said, especially after seeing Hamilton, and tell me how you feel about this. I'm going to hope that you're going to make the right choice and agree. <laughs> I think that Kendrick Lamar could write, like, a musical. The way that the, the storytelling and then just – Visually, the stuff that he was doing, like when the black lights came on and they all had like glowing like prison jumpsuits on mm. and then suddenly there was a bonfire and then there was like people dancing and then there was suddenly like um, like flashing lights that made it look like he was like jumping around the stage. Yeah, like, the choreography and the flow of the performance and how it moved through different concepts would definitely, especially with a message and an idea behind it, yeah, there was a thread there that could I could see it easily being adapted into something like a full show. Yeah, and like to pimp a butterfly is very um, like it does kind of have like a story. Like he does kind of go through this journey and like talk mm -hmm. about. I know I listened to it the whole thing, <laughs> so you know I'm I'm woke now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I see what you did there. That was really cute. That was cute. Um. But you know what, though? I will say this. I'll say, because I tried to listen to it because it got so much uh, attention and so much praise when it came out. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a train listener. You know, I, gotta, I listen to stuff on the way to work, on the commute, basically. And you need more upbeat stuff. I need upbeat stuff. I need stuff that's familiar. I need stuff that's catchy. You know what I mean? I need stuff that, like, makes my commute bearable. So it's really hard for me to get into stuff that's really conceptual in nature or slow. You have to like listen to the lyrics and stuff. A whole album like where you have to and I I love a lot of bands that do album concepts, mm -hmm. you know, and I some some of my favorite works are 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 albums, you know. They're not they're not just individual songs, they're just a bunch of catchy thing, you know, jingles strung together, but uh, but it makes it really hard. I tried to listen to it because it got so much praise and I just couldn't do it. And not that I didn't like it, but it just, like, it didn't get off the ground fast enough for me to be, to think, like, hey, I can enjoy this right now. Right. But, smart thing that Kendrick Lamar did, <clears throat> he played excerpts from almost all the major songs on there and threaded them together in his performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that when I got to listening to the album. It was familiar. It was all familiar, 
and I could ease more easily get into each of the songs. What do you call that when they do that at the beginning of a musical? Yeah, I, I, you are so smart. I was literally getting ready to bring that up. Do you see how I brought that back around? Yeah, no, that was really, really smart. Uh, ooh, it's called The Overture. The Overture, right. And, right, so it, and, uh, and for our listeners, okay. just in case they don't know, whenever you go see a musical, um, at the very beginning, like before the play actually starts, the overture plays, and it's little snippets of the whole show, and and it it makes you end end up enjoying the music better because, like you just said, it makes it more familiar. So, I mean, so I don't Kendrick Lamar basically had had like the most genius advertisement for his album. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, honestly, in I a mean, sense, you can say that anytime someone does like a medley, you know what I mean, in front mm, of an audience true. that doesn't know them. But the thing is, is like the Grammys. This was really nice because basically Kendrick got screwed last year at the Grammys because they gave it to freaking Macklemore. And even Macklemore himself knew oh, that I he didn't that. deserve that shit. He texted him and was like, hey, bro, I'm sorry that I won over you. And then he fucking Instagrammed his text message to be like, hey, everyone, mm. give me fucking cookies mm. for like telling Kendrick that like my whiteness. No, Taylor Swift did the same thing this year. Yeah. Basically, she I mean, was, was like, like, as the first woman to have won this twice now. She was just like, everyone <laughs> praise me. Hashtag feminism. Like, yeah. We'll go to that in a She's second. She's a fucking But wreck. basically, like, I think that the Grammys, because here's the thing. Nobody else got that much time to do a song other than, like, the B.B. King tribute and the Lionel Richie tribute. And the David Bowie tribute. And David Bowie. But this one, so, and those are tributes to other people is what I mean. Like, mm. people that died. Adele or actually had more time than that allotted to her, but they just cut her off. Okay, that's, well, you were really about shading Adele, and we're not there yet. She can handle it. Okay, well, we are still at I Kendrick. feel like we'd be friends in real life. Okay, Except I say all this shit about her. She probably would never like me. Okay, Patrick. What? Can I go back? Sure. What I'm saying <laughs> is that with the exception of tributes to people that have died and a tribute to someone who is getting a Lifetime Achievement Award, Kendrick Lamar is the only artist that got a whole, like, show to put on. Do you know what I mean? And they were teasing it the entire time. Well, like, and the Hamilton one. Hamilton did one song. That was one song. Really? But it was long. It was long, but it was one song. And they were doing it from, I mean, like, yes, that was a special thing. They were doing it from Broadway. But what I'm saying is that, like, Kendrick got a long thing to do a bunch of songs, and they were doing it like a special moment from Kendrick Lamar. You'll never forget. It, to me, felt like they were kind of saying, listen, Kendrick, we screwed you over last year. You had an awesome album this year. You're going to win some awards. We're giving you a chance to, like, really present you to the world for a bunch of people who didn't a lot of people this was their first introduction to him do you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying and he killed it he did an amazing job i'm sure there are people who are like i don't like this hippity hoppity so they're gonna <laughs> hate it but like, i saw a lot of people who were like whoa i don't even listen to rap or like i don't even know anything about him but like i'm gonna go buy the album so like that was really cool so um oh you should ask me okay you should ask me if um, we have a Florida man. Okay. Do we have a Florida man? No, we don't have a Florida <laughs> man. <laughs> but instead we have a new segment that I like to call, Oh Man, Florida. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm on board. Especially because we have to fill the Florida man void. Exactly. Perfect. Um, we should make a new Oh Man, Florida like intro. I think I'll just play the one we have now backwards. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. Um, 
Okay, so this story comes not only out of Florida, but out of our freaking hometown of West Palm Beach. Oh, my God. Where a um, Florida boy <laughs> by the name of Dr. Love, his <laughs> 18-year-old kid opened up two hospital clinics and was posing as a doctor, even though he's not a doctor at all. I feel like that is par for the course in Florida. How? Even doctors can't be trusted to treat patients like doctors in How Florida. do you, I just don't understand how an 18-year-old gets the capital to rent a building and open a medical practice. Yeah, actually, that is pretty impressive. Like, how did he, how did he figure that out? Like, that's not, you know what I mean? Like, someone had to sign that lease. He had to have a guarantor. <laughs> Those are all really good points. I wonder who, I wonder who his backing was. I mean, you can find, yeah, because I think I read the stories that you sent me. So I think that he actually opened up his clinic, his, his practice, <laughs> in, uh, in a facility with a bunch of other medical clinics. So it wasn't just some back alley rental with a, you know, a door and a room. It wasn't the sort of thing where you could get away signing a lease for next to nothing. But he's still without 18, any so how did he get, you know what I well, mean? Well, he's an like, adult. I mean, he can sign things in his own right. But Yeah, but you have to have enough money in the bank to guarantee that you're going to be able to pay your rent. Well, he could. maybe it was because his other practices were so successful. Okay, so <laughs> how did he get, th like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's it's what a good I'm question. saying is like, how, how, where did he get that money from? I don't understand. I have no idea. I do know, however, it's really easy to open a medical clinic, at oh, least in Maine. Oh, yeah, because you've, you've used to work in like insurance stuff so you know oh yeah yeah no the, the people that i dealt with were career criminals he's a criminal who just who actually well the thing is about this kid is that he actually believes himself to be i don't know to be attempting to practice some sort of medicine he's there he's <laughs> this, this is the best because somebody the police officer that busted him actually um went in as a as undercover a, as, undercover as an alleged patient and this is and, and complaining of a scratchy throat or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so this kid examines her, and then this is his medical advice. It was go to a pharmacy and ask them what they can give you for a scratchy throat. <laughs> that, was, that was it. So if this is the wow. kind of medical treatment that this kid is rendering, he's really not doing much. No, I heard that he was doing gynecology up in there. Oh, that might have been why they sent the female officer. I mean, because it's some those are, sketch. I mean, because it's... Because then you can't give consent if you're lying about your being if a you practicing physician. If you're not an actual and that's doctor... And that's sexual abuse. That is sexual assault. That's disgusting. That might be why they sent the female... I was wondering why they sent a female officer in there specifically. That's what I because read. Because that seems a little... I mean, obviously, the officer can handle this 18-year-old boy, but... Uh, but I think that she was possibly going... To, to see, see if he yeah. would recommend some further examinations right. or something like and, that. Yeah. And according to his website, he offers medical methods using air, water, light, heat, <laughs> and earth. Is he a freak? Is he Captain Planet? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> he's, he's, you know what I mean? He's like, when my powers combine, <laughs> I am Dr. Love. <laughs> I mean, oh, yes. did you see that? Heart was hard on that list because that would be hilarious. <laughs> heart. That's my impression of the heart from Dr. The heart, heart kid, yeah. Heart. Um, did you see the interview that he did on uh, Good Morning America? No, I missed that one. This guy is next level bold, okay? You're 18 years old. You open two medical clinics. After you get busted 
You go to Good Morning America to do an interview? Like, stay your ass at home. Like, you are yeah, not. Yeah, but this motherfucker's going to end up with his own show. He's going to be like, uh, what's the what's the popular doctor that just pushes weight Dr. loss Oz? crap? He's going to be the next Dr. Oz. I mean, I mean, at least Dr. Oz actually went to medical school. That makes it even worse. I would trust somebody more as a liar and a thief that didn't go to medical school. What? What are you talking about? You would trust someone that didn't go to medical Dr. school? Dr. Oz is a doctor, and he's giving advice that is a, that is against everyone's best interest. Okay, but you're also not paying Dr. Oz, so you are not going to him with a, a personal ailment. Dr. Oz provides entertainment. No, 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 no. You're missing, and you're missing my point. And his show starts with a disclaimer that says that he is not your physician, and that if you have any specific problem... You're really, you, you're really going to bat for Dr. Oz? I just can't believe that you're saying that the you would trust... The man was publicly censured. You would trust Dr. Love over Dr. Oz. No, 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 no. You would, said that. No, that's not what I'm. You missed what I was saying. I was saying that I would prefer that my bogus medical advice come from somebody who's not a doctor rather than get bogus medical advice from someone that is a doctor. That is far worse, far more shady. And they take the Hippocampic oath, Hippocratic oath. They take you the. You don't Hippoc even know. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Okay? <laughs> 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 Course of treatment. Oh my God. Well. Well, what I was going to say is in the interview, the guy asked him, are, you know, are you a doctor? And he said there are lots of doctors that are not MDs, even though there's a sign at his office that said MD. MD. He said it was an error. Right. Yeah, then he was he lying. Says, then he says, I'm at, I do have a PhD. And the guy says, <laughs> what do you have a PhD in? And he says, I would prefer not to disclose that at this time because it's not related. Sir, it is absolutely fucking right, related. Right. They're asking you, are you a doctor? And you're saying that you are, not a medical doctor, but now you don't want to tell us what kind of doctor you are. Like, what are you talking about? Right, and previously he was wandering around the halls of, like, St. Mary's Hospital or something. Really? Yes, and he said he was under physician supervision as if he was being trained like some sort of resident. He said he was shadowing. I read that. that he right. He doctors before. Right, but he had been kicked out because they were like, what is this guy? He was wearing a stethoscope and a lab coat. I mean, he looked like he belonged there. And he made it, he went out of his way to look like you. He just kind of wandered in and was like, I'm just going to blend in and I'm just going to shadow everyone and see how this whole medical thing works. I saw a meme of him because on his website there's like a, it's it looks like a senior portrait of him like in his little robe with his stethoscope. Right. I mean, it's literally, he's playing dress up. He's got his hand on his chin. And the meme says, after watching like, 12 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> now I'm a doctor. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's terrifying to think that he was treating people. And apparently that's how he got caught is because he charged some woman like $3,000 for like air therapy or something. And oh, then man. she at some point realized that like, this didn't really make very much sense. <laughs> I, was, I was already breathing. Just she was fine. like, I don't understand why I was paying for air. He did, he did get busted in connection with some sort of prior surgical procedure, but I don't what? know what it was. Yeah, so, but surgery can mean, like, removal of a wart or something. You yeah, know? but he's not a doctor. It can, yeah, it's true. No, absolutely, I'm not saying that makes it better, but I, I'm saying he, he might not have been trying to say, I don't know, set a bone or remove a or open heart finger, or you know, something like that. I'm saying it, it might have been less I don't care what it I don't that. care what it was. But this kid is crazy. His mom I mean his mom I mean I don't mean crazy in the crazy. I mean I think this whole story is just bizarre. It's um but he's but he's like a narcissist. He's an I don't know if he's a narcissist he or has if he to just be. has no clue if he's just one of those people that just is I some people are so off. 
And actually, his mother said that he was suffering from some sort of mental illness and refused to take medication. Uh, he refuted that and said, no, 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 that she, I was just under a lot of stress at one point, and, mm. and she, you know, she's misreading that or something. God, but but he so might actually terrible. have some sort of mental disconnect where he doesn't really fully understand what he's doing. I don't know. Because to see him talk so confidently about, him, about himself or hear his quotes that are just like, Please, please respect my privacy. I will be back. Like, he has an, a, an adoring public out there yeah. who wants to see him succeed. I don't know. It's I so feel strange. Like he, I feel like he is a narcissist, but he's also some sort of, like, next-level con man. Because what I read, and people at our con men are very smart, I read that he graduated from high school early and was mm. very, very smart. He graduated at, like, 16 or something. Right. So he could possibly be very... You know, like, I just, it really freaks me out. And I'm so upset that this is from West Palm Beach. I know. I know. Like, I just, I just. Way to make us continuously look bad. Dr. <laughs> love. <laughs> Dr. Love, too. Why do you got to go with love? Why do you got to ruin love for all of us? I know. And that's the other thing. That should have tipped y'all off. Because something about Dr. Love sounds mad creepy to me. Yeah, Dr. Love should not be your gynecologist. No, and he's 18. God, why? <laughs> you, every, every patient after they get out of the stirrups, he like presents them with a rose. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> Ew, don't say that. You have to cut that out. Really? I don't. Yeah, I just don't like, I don't want to make light of the fact that like he's actually, like, if he was doing gynecology, like he was sexually assaulting people. Yeah, because you can't consent to treatment by someone who's not a doctor. I mean, that's not consent. No. Because you, because you would not be consenting to the thing that you were presented. You with. go in there believing that they're a doctor and that they're actually like treating your body, and he's just fucking. I don't know what he's doing. Like, yeah, yeah but there was no indication that he was, uh, he was, he was doing it at least, at least, you know, to the extent that he rendered more personal feminine services. Um, it was no indication that he was doing it to like for kicks so you don't i mean there's, there's no i mean there's no way for us I, to know that well no but i i'm pretty sure that would be a significant part of the story if he was because there are doctors that get get caught and what they're doing is while patients are under anesthesia they're basically they're molesting they're assaulting right them. and you, we don't know that he hasn't done that or we don't know that he maybe sexually gets off on playing doctor you know what i mean like that could be his like Oh, it could be. I, it could be, but there's no indi- all I said was there's no indication that that's the case here. Right. There's it no. We don't know. Seems more like he just pre- he's pretending to be a doctor, and and at least in in his words, he believes that he is doing rendering some sort of services. My gosh. Well, I just you know it's bad enough when it's in Florida, but when it's our hometown, it just really hits me hard and makes me just say, Florida, get it together. <laughs> What's next on our list, Pat? Um, well, a um, oh, do you want? I kind of want to do this. I want to do. I would. I have an idea <laughs> for a new segment. A new corner. A new corner. A um, a piece. <laughs> a weekly piece. <laughs> Shut, up. Shut up. The way that you just you got so sincere. You're like a piece that speaks to my heart. Like, what are you doing? A very personal, very heartfelt piece. Each week, about our neighborhood in mm. Brooklyn, oh my God. and I would like to call this corner "Goings On About Brooklyn." Brooklyn, Brooklyn, what the hell is going on in Brooklyn? Named after, of course, the "Goings On About Town" section in the New Yorker, which is upscale and fashionable. <laughs> so ours is filled with discarded food and dog piss. <laughs> right? Yes. Our yes. neighborhood. <laughs> our neighborhood. Our neighborhood might not be as 
romanticized. No, absolutely not. So what's in this week's going on, goings on about Brooklyn? Well, this is just a this is just a clever way for me to talk about shit that happens on the block because yeah. because a lot of stuff happens out here that's just kind of bizarre and kind of strange. And here's one thing that happened happened very recently. This guy seen out on the street all the time. I don't know if he's if he's unhomed or not, but he's always out there. Definitely has a drug addiction because I caught him in the vestibule of our building, actually about to smoke what looked like crack. Oh my god! And everything I know about what crack looks like comes from cops. So just so you know, it looked like it looked like crack. It looked like the what classic. What time of day was it? I think it was pretty late at night, but it wasn't so late that we were the only people out there. Right. And he was in the vestibule of our building, and I was walking by him. He's like, it's cold out there. And he exactly. (laughs) And you know what? And so I usually don't bother people who are just trying to kind of get in out of the cold, even if they don't belong in our building. I I know they don't live here, and they want to sit in that little area. Fine, like. You know that you're the better than me because I'm like, do you have? Do you, who are you here to see? The elements can be harsh as long as they're not causing any trouble. You know, I'm 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 fine with that. But so this guy and he was he was really just so nonchalant about it. He was just gonna stay there and smoke some crack. Like there was like no one could see him. Like he was all alone. And he saw me because I walked outside and I stopped right outside. And our our like the entry to our vestibule. Is is all glass, so we I can see right inside to where he's standing, and he's looking at me. I'm looking at him, and then I kind of shake my head like, <laughs> you know, you you can't like don't do that, you know, don't do that. And he <laughs> then he goes he goes he he kind of shrugs and makes this big question mark with his hands. It's like, what why? do you mean? Why, why not? Why wouldn't I do this? My responsive look was we're all communicating only in looks at this point, and hand gestures is like, come on, dude. He goes he puts his hands low and he goes. I'm trying to come up, and he raises oh, his hands, no. and he goes, he goes, I was down. He puts his hands down, and he goes, now I'm trying to come up, <laughs> and and the reason that my mind keeps coming back to this exchange is because my first thought was, I can't argue with that. I mean, like, like I mean, he was. The I just man, can't believe you were doing this all via hand signal. The man's feeling down, and he's trying to come up. Like, who can blame him? And then my second thought, of course, was, you can't smoke crack in the vestibule of our building. <laughs> like, that's just not acceptable. <laughs> not, you can come up somewhere else. But for a split second, <laughs> for a split second, I was like, wow, the man's got a point, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Only you would be swayed by that. But a lot of them start in a bad place where they're kind of pushed towards some sort of self-medication. And it ends up being an addictive substance, and then they stay there because it's just a way for them to cope. And so, you know, I'm I'm sympathetic to that. And like, you know, when he was like, "Look, I'm down. I'm trying to come up," I was like, "You know, I don't I don't blame you for the effort. I can't blame you for the effort." But children live here, and I don't want to inhale your secondhand crack fumes. <laughs> yeah, uh, you are way. I mean, that's also one of the things I've always liked about you is that you're very. It's sympathetic, not empathetic, right? Empathetic is when you've experienced it, right? Yes. You are definitely the type of person that when you see someone hurting or you see someone, like, being an asshole or just doing something that I would normally be like, fuck that person, <laughs> like, Patrick. It's weird because you go back and forth. When Like, when someone's, like, you know, we talked about this before. When yeah. someone's, like, messing with me, you go to the oh, extreme and you're shit, like, yeah. I'm, I'm over that person, like, kill him. But – then instances like this, like if I had seen that guy, I would have been like, hell no, get out right now. I would be like, sir, like I would be clapping, like I was shooing a raccoon or something. I would be like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, make some noise, get out of here, <laughs> bang some pots. Like that's like, literally, yeah. I'm just like, no, 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 that is not happening here. That's just like how I am. Yeah. And you're kind of the type of person that says like, oh, but I feel like 
it's cold outside, they've had a hard time, whatever. And I, I mean, I don't know, I think maybe, I, I mean, I want to be empathetic in that regard, mm-hmm. but after I got mugged, I got mugged when I was in college, mm-hmm. it completely changed, like, how I view homeless or, like, people that look like they could be visibly drug addicts, because the guy who mugged yeah, me think, and my friend was a, was drug addicts. Sure. Um, and, because he, he had a syringe and he, like, threatened to stab my friend with it. And, I mean, you don't just, you know. You don't want to be stabbed with someone's used syringe. No, God no, God no. And so now when I see people like that, like, and I don't want to judge them, you know what I mean? Because like you said, who knows what their story is or how they got in the position they're in. And and especially this time of year, it is so cold. And I, I do feel really terrible about the fact that like I have somewhere to be I have somewhere I can be warm right and like these people don't you know what I mean but then the other part of me is just genuinely like scared sure it just it's just a it's just a like a danger defense mechanism you see you see somebody like that they remind you of somebody who in the past threatened your well-being and you say like okay this is a potential threat so so you're right yeah it is I, I don't blame you for that but in my case, and I, I've seen the guy around enough to know he doesn't seem like a very threatening figure. I've never seen him doing anything. I mean, he costs people the for money, the, is but he, the he one doesn't. With the blanket? He's the one with the blanket. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can I also just say how interesting it is that I can say, "Is he the one with the blanket?" And you like know who I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> it's so funny too because. Um, there's one video, I was like, not long after we moved in here, and we had painted, and, you know, I'm proud of our apartment. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but by the look of it, I guess it gives people the impression that, like, you know, we are rich or something. Oh, really? Well, this story should go a long way to... That's exactly why I'm saying disabuse this. Disabuse them of that idea. I don't, I mean, I don't, think our, I don't think our listeners think we're rich. Our apartment is cute. But I got so many comments. It's the Five Tips for Allies video. And people are like, oh, you're giving tips on allyship. M- meanwhile, you're in your, like, sick-ass apartment in New York. And I'm just like, if you could step outside of my building, <laughs> if you stepped yeah. onto the street that I live on, like, oh, yeah. you would be disgusted. Right. Also, though, when you curate the content that you're putting out there, everyone puts their best foot forward. Of it's course. Like, it's like everybody's beautiful in their tiny Twitter profile pic. But the thing that I'm more surprised by is just the general, can I talk? The general, like, dirtiness. Like, oh, we God. talked about this before, just people yeah. eating a sandwich and then, and I don't even understand that. It's not even, like, you know, the end of the sandwich. It's, like, almost a full half of a sandwich. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. they took one bite and they were, like, I don't like this. And then yeah. instead of putting it in the garbage can, they just drop it next to the garbage can. Or they just drop it. Or they just drop it. They're like, this one, this one, I'm going to give this one to the city. Right. This one's for the concrete. Right. I had never uh, in my life seen something like that yeah, until we moved to Brooklyn. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad here. I don't know why, but nobody's seen it. And it's, there's enough wind to make sure that it's constantly being spread about. <laughs> So it's just That's this. so true. <laughs> flying sandwiches down the even, street. Even blanket of trash <laughs> covering all sidewalks. It's oh, um, So yeah. in case you were worried that we were rich. We are not. We're not rich. <laughs> and that is this week's goings on about Brooklyn. If you ever want to visit. There's an open invitation. <laughs> we've got we've got sidewalk sandwiches. We have a vestibule for you, <laughs> with some crack fumes free of charge. So I saw this really 
ridiculous headline, and it's it's a little old, but I still think it's worth talking about because it's just so ridiculous. This guy hired a hitman to kill his wife, and apparently when the hitman came to kill the wife, he told her, like, look, your husband hired me to kill you. If you pay me, I won't kill you. So they, like, mm-hmm. conspired together to fake her death so then she could show up at her own funeral and bust her husband for trying to kill her. That's pretty badass. I mean, on her part. Uh, no, so badass on her, ba- her on her part. But she got really lucky. She got, she really got so lucky that the freaking hitman was like, listen, there's one way out of this, and you can pay me so that I don't kill you. That's the way to make money as a hitman. It's ruining your reputation as a hitman, <laughs> I got to say. Because then, true. like, you know, future business is pretty much out of the question. I mean, it's also keeping you out of jail. <laughs> yeah, you also don't have to commit the same crime, I mean, which is ex- far worse. Technically, that's extortion, though, right? I don't think you get to the extortion part when you're dealing in human death. If you ex- if you if you tell someone I'm been hired to kill you, but I won't kill you if you pay me more money, that's extortion, right? That is absolutely extortion. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because none of that happened here. It happened somewhere in East Africa. Oh, yeah, that's that's why I, this. That's, see, I didn't read that part. Yeah, that's why this stuff this stuff all just became so. So I think they were from the United States, but they went they went to visit her family. And I forget where it was, in like a small country in East Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was there that the guy found some local gangs that he was paying to have her killed. They went to her, like you said, went to her and said, look, we will make extra money if we, if we just let you pay us not to kill you. He came back, told everybody that she died while they were over there visiting. They have the funeral. Oh, so they had the funeral here in the U.S., kind of like a... Either here or wherever they returned to. Okay. I, forget where, I forget where it was, but... Um, but yeah, so after the funeral, <laughs> she comes up to him. She just kind of approaches him. And he had to touch her to make sure that he wasn't a ghost. I think I she read that she, he like broke down and he, he just admitted immediately. He was like, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He did. He did. But I mean, what do you say to somebody you just tried to kill and thought you did kill? I don't even know. I mean, you don't say like, fuck you, you were supposed to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not what you do. God, you're fucking me even in death. Yeah, like, I know, right? Like, that's not that's not how you do that. You oh gotta my God. damage control. Like, the laws of damage control say you have to immediately attempt to apologize. I have to and say. And pretend that you're sorry. She's my new hero for pulling that off. Well, I hope she dressed up, too, because I would want to look fine as hell. I would show up, like, stunned. Wouldn't you show up during the funeral, though? This is what gets me. Why did she wait until after the funeral? Oh, she didn't go actually during it? It, it was, was, like, during, like, the, I, the I after I think it was party. immediately after the funeral, and I didn't... She s- was like, I might as well get some food while I'm here. <laughs> probably. <laughs> they always have yeah, food. Yeah, that's true. You have to wait for the wake to get the food. Yeah, so that's right? probably the best time to crash your own funerals when people are eating. Wait, what's the wake? I forget. I always forget. Is the wake isn't the after, isn't the reception. That's a reception, right? I think the wake is when they, oh no, the viewing is when you can see the body. The wake, I think the wake is afterwards. But not, but that's not where everyone goes to like drink and eat something. I don't know. I think that is the wake. Oh, okay. Well, whatever the case, you have to get to the part where you get something to eat. Because who wants to announce their, their, you know, yeah, their the life so I'm, I'm looking Google. on an empty stomach? The Google says, a watch or vigil held behind, beside the body of someone who has died. Okay. Accompanied so by uh, eating and drinking. Oh. Oh. So but I don't think that the casket is open so you see them. They're just there. You just kind of hang out with them. Yeah, and usually the that's, wake. See, that's that's not how I remember funerals usually the, going. Usually, the wake is at the funeral home 
like they have like an area off to the side where you can eat and drink and so if you want to go like pay your respects you can but then like there's still food and drink and stuff interesting and people doing like the electric slide or something <laughs> listen we do black people do the electric slide at every at funerals i mean yeah i've done one at a funeral before Oh, my God. How do you get that? How do you muster the enthusiasm for that? Well, you know, it, it's for some people, funerals are like a celebration of, of life. Of their life. Yeah, no, I respect that. And still, I still don't think I could bring myself to slide to the left, slide <laughs> to the right. I mean, it was a joyous, like, you know, like, this is what he would have wanted. We're going to have a the good time. The electric slide. God, that's depressing. If anybody says I would have wanted them to do the electric slide, like, they didn't know me. You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. If I die before you and you have people electric slide at my funeral, Fran, I'm coming back. I'm coming back, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to— You're not going to know, babe. I, I, oh, I'll know. Okay. Well, I want the girls to get in formation, just so you know. Like Beyonce. Oh, okay. Ladies, get in formation. Like, you know what I mean? And just, like, bust it wide open. <laughs> the casket. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Like, the legs so that they can, like, you know, like— Twerk and stuff. That's what. Okay. I mean, hey, it's your funeral. Well, shout out to this um, young lady for um, not letting her husband get away with planning her murder. You are, you're a feminist icon, if you ask me. Uh, you're doing great. Keep up the good work and stay living. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how do you end a segment like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Stay woke. <laughs> real like stay away sleep with one eye open don't trust anyone (laughs) well listen this has been a a wonderful time and if you would like to tell us what you thought about this week's episode or any of our episodes you can tweet us using the hashtag last name basis or tweet us individually at chuskily a tie optional and let us know what you thought of the show or you can make recommendations for Slanguage B because clearly I am slacking. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis. Bye. That was good. Don't replace <laughs> that. That. Was, that, was, that was good, huh? Yeah. Spoiler alert. You suck. Brooklyn. We live in Brooklyn, and here is what's going up. I don't like this one. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. I don't like that one. Okay, do it I again. Think, I think I just got I'll, a little too far. I'll do some background far. stuff, I think too. I got a little too far ahead of myself. I need to, like, you know, I need to go in with a focus. <clears throat> and my focus is going on about Brooklyn, about Brooklyn.